I'll tell you one thing, if a little green man pops out of me, I'm shooting first and asking questions later. You are on the verge of destroying the entire universe. Welcome to the Strange Podcast with Sam and Logan. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. And please give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.thestrangepodcast.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to The Strange Podcast. This is episode 23, and I'm Logan Marks. And I'm Sam Baxter. Today's March 22nd, 2018. So how's everything going? Do we should we start out with some damage control? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get, yeah, we got a lot of lot of angry people just because. Uh, well, we're sorry, all of you. We're sorry. We didn't we didn't mean that. We we didn't even think about the Black Panther movie. We kept we talked about it. We didn't put anything about spoilers. Yeah, so we're sorry to all so, those who who listened to our show last week and uh, heard the spoilers if they hadn't seen it yet. We assumed our fault. We made asses out of ourselves <laughs> that, that maybe people had already seen it. But apologize that we didn't put it on the webpage or on the download page. But uh, we thought you saw it. So, Salundi, my apologies, Salundi. Yeah, Salundi, we're very sorry. And to everyone else. Everyone else was sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good movie. God damn it! Go watch it. It was God. really good. Oh, I gotta man. talk about it again. Can't stop. <laughs> and then everybody dies at the end, and oh, it, oh, yeah. it's really, really. But the Chinese would never know that because they fell asleep. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was too dark. <laughs> you were a little bit under the weather, weren't you? Yeah, I'm getting a little sick, but I think I'm. It, I think it's one of those viruses that I've already had, and it's not. It's kind of just kind of hit me a little bit, but not as bad. So the herpes, it, herpes isn't too bad this time. Yeah, it's it's clearing up a little. <laughs> all right, bit. all right. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure Gotta those genital medicated. warts go away. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm back in action. <laughs> so you feeling better then, huh? Going back. to Yeah, work? just I think it's just a little flu. Like just a, it's like going around work. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Did you did you happen to hear about the? Uh, they were talking about Rick and Morty. How the season four hasn't been. Uh, they haven't started working on it yet. Yeah, they haven't been like uh they haven't signed anything to, no, to start it's, yeah it's been negotiations are late or whatever yeah so but i, I think that's the way uh it's a cartoon network yeah cartoon network yeah i think that's the way they kind of operate though well, that's kind of shitty yeah i know I'm, I'm hoping that they they do well i'm pretty sure they'll have to have you know what if, if they don't sign them i'm i'm pretty sure another network will pick them up oh yeah there's, there's, yeah, I, sure. there's no doubt about that sci-fi netflix amazon well i was <laughs> I was reading somewhere where, like, uh, I think they're kind of waiting because of Dan Harmon's. Because uh, he got on his podcast and he talked about how he treated her poorly. Oh, that's right. And, that's right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering if they're just kind of waiting for that to die down a little bit. Mm, I, don't and know. Then, I don't know. It, the show's so popular. Um, I, I honestly don't know how he treated her. And if he treated her bad, that's not cool. Uh, I, I sure hope it gets signed soon, you know, because a lot of people, there's a lot of. Um, Questions that haven't been answered, you know, from last season. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure they're gonna. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I said, if if they don't do it, I'm pretty sure another network will. I would hope they put it on Netflix because that'd be awesome. You need to watch them all at one time. I know, I know. Dang, that would be fantastic. But let's hope it gets signed soon and they start working on it because they haven't started working on any of it either. I guess. So hopefully it will get signed soon and they'll start working on it because it's every two years, right? The seasons are like every two uh, years. It's basically when he feels. like <laughs> I'm, I know, but I'm saying like, like, like yeah, previously, they, right? Every it's been every two years. Yeah, it's been like every two years, year and a half, or something like that. Yeah. Hopefully, Dan Harmon gets on it, man. Hopefully, they get that thing signed. And for all those out there, if you haven't watched Rick and Morty, I mean, shit, we're not trying to plug them, but fuck it, we're plugging them. They're good. That's a good show. 
and you turned me on to it. I never heard of it, so I my kudos to you. Yeah, well, yeah, that's all I have to do. I don't really do much but watch crappy TV, and sometimes I find some gems. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, right? Every once in a while, if it's 10 shows, you might find one good one. Right now, I'm watching this uh, documentary called uh, Wild Wild Country. Wild Wild Country? Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's about this cult that uh, from from India that that kind of, that bought a bunch of land in Oregon. No, oh, jeez. And so they basically they built a small town. <laughs> oh shit! One of the guys who who created Nike, he what? not he the main started, guy. Yeah, the guy who the original creator. That Phil Knight. Yeah, I think that's what his name is. Uh, he started like an organization to to get him kicked out because they were building houses in there. Because they bought they bought this property. The property that they bought was basically supposed to be for agriculture. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to get him kicked out, but because basically it was a lot of like old old people that pretty conservative, and it was just like this religious group that came in and kind of took over the area. Mm-hmm. They saw a lot of them. It's a basic bunch of hippies and stuff. Okay, and they just didn't like it, and. So they tried to get him kicked out. So when they did that, the the leader of that group got pissed off, and she's like, "Oh, okay, we'll just start buying all the properties in in the town then." Ooh. So they started buying all this all this property in t- in the towns. They took over the whole the whole town. Dang, I've only got like halfway through, but it's really good. So Phil Knight's trying to get them kicked out. He was, yeah. He, he's based. He's not in there that much. Like he just kind of started. He had. He was like the lead of the organization that was trying to get him kicked out. So, what is your cult about? Like, what do they believe in? Or do they do they talk about that at all? Uh, kind of vaguely. It's most. It's mostly um, new age stuff. You know, like you know, all spirituality and you know, the group actually seemed not too bad. I mean, they they don't really have a god per se, but they just kind of. What classifies them as a cult? I guess I should ask. Well, I guess because this was a time with it when Jonestown happened, and so when they showed up, people were like, "Oh, they're they're just like Jonestown." Oh, I got, and Jonestown happened like a long time ago. Yeah, because this was in the seventies. Yeah, like, like late sixties, like uh, early seventies. Okay. <clears throat> And it's just kind of crazy because, like, because when you watch it, it doesn't feel like a cult because nobody's really controlled by anybody. Okay. But but they're just kind of they, everyone has their own like it's basically really hippie-ish. Hmm. You know, they f- believe in free love, and I think that's what pissed off a lot of the older because they're they don't they're, want uh, that. Yeah, they so they 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 made them seem like there was this like evil sex crazed uh, religious group. Gotcha. You know, they, so they called them a cult, and all of a sudden, so I only got halfway, so I don't know anymore. So so far, the cult looked actually. Or not the or the religious group seemed kind of cool. Like I was like, man, it's not too bad. You know, <laughs> so I might get behind. Yeah, I might. I might even join myself. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> but like I haven't got into it, so I don't know how. Like they haven't really got to the point where they, you know, how sometimes you watch documentaries and they're like, oh, it's all this good stuff, good stuff, and then at the end they're like, uh, they're all child molesters. Yeah, you know? yeah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> so I haven't really got that far into knowing what they were about. So, but so far it's a really good show. Hmm. It's like eight one hour episodes. No, it's six one hour episodes. Oh, that's not very. Not very long. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> I haven't watched a lot of Netflix lately. Like the the only problem I have with Netflix, I'm not bashing on Netflix, but I find that it's too hard to find movies on there now. Oh, it's always been that way. No, but you know, before they did all the mo- before they started making all these shows, you they actually had like new releases and there were movies, new movies for this. Now it's all just TV shows, and it's like it's like you can barely find any movies in there anymore. Oh, man, I don't want to dig this hard. I don't want to work this hard to watch TV. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm really lazy. I don't want to do that. I know. I've always had. I always had an issue with Netflix. Is like the way they the way they have everything laid out. Yeah, the way they have it laid out. It's always been kind of like convoluted. Yeah, it's just like this. Just since the last few years, since they started making a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows, 
I feel like it's just that's all like they they bombard you with that, and it's like I have a hard time. Like, man, I don't want to watch a TV show. First of all, I don't want to get started on a new series, you know, because I've already got like four of them I'm watching. It's like just let me find a movie. It's Friday night. I just kind of want to watch a movie and then be done with it. And it always seems like if it, I do find a movie, it's always a foreign movie and it's all subtitled. And I'm like, I don't want to sit there and no, I'm not gonna read. Damn sit it. there and like pay super attention to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, just something to watch, some mindless shit. Yeah, I I, I know it's it's kind of hard, and it's like oh, I, I wish it would just at least. If you want to separate it, you know, have a TV section, have a movie section. I just think, again, I might be bitching or just be looking too much into it, but I just I just want it a little bit easier. You ungrateful bastard. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so if ne- anybody from Netflix is listening, please please take, fix that, please. I know. <laughs> please. I implore you, please. Please. I beg of you. Change the goddamn show. <laughs> is there any other good shows you're watching? Uh, not right now. I'm just kind of getting into that. I've been watching a lot of, like, The Office and... Just the older shows. Oh, stuff that you know you do definitely like. Yeah, something I know I can sit there and do stuff and watch other stuff at the same time and it's yeah, it doesn't <laughs> take too much of my my mind. Or the way we are now, we're so impatient. It's like the show's on, and as you get a little bit bored, then you get on your phone and start looking up. Shows. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fuck. You didn't really watch anything. You're just like on your phone. Yeah, it's on there. It's on, but then you're on your phone and you're doing shit. Like, fuck, why I know. Are we, I'll be, I, I'll be sitting there, on? and then Rebecca was like, what did that guy say? I was like, fuck, I don't know. I was, I was trying to get on this Facebook uh, feud with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. It's it's. We're just getting so impatient nowadays. Or you can't even sit there anymore and be bored. Man, you remember being there as a kid? Just kind of sitting around, or like, you know, you had nothing to do. You'd have to read like a paper or something. Or, and now we're so damn impatient. We can't even do that. Shit, you can't even go to the bathroom without your phone. <laughs> I know, huh? You know, or you just, forget you're set. You're sitting there with you forgot your phone somewhere. I know you'll like, like get oh, up man, and man, I gotta <laughs> pinch it off. Yeah, you, you won't even wipe your ass. I go get the fucking phone. <laughs> sitting there, sitting there, crawling with your pants down, trying to find your phone. I know. Hoping you're not dripping on the floor. <laughs> oh man, so so pathetic. <laughs> I already saw like a video where like people were just like running into things because they were too busy with their phone. Fuck, man! Like, like I've been seeing people do that. Like, you know what I hate? The thing that's kind of irritating. I don't want to sound like a grumpy old man, but I mean, damn! Like, like just today I was driving down the road, and you know, kids are going to school, walking to school. And some girl, she's probably you know, uh, you know, young woman walking to the bus, and she's just on her phone crossing the street, but she's just kind of going diagonal, mm-hmm. and she's not like moving off. I'm like, fucking, like, are you serious? Like, you can't get on the sidewalk and pay attention. You got to be on your phone the whole time as you're walking across. And, like, I don't know if she had headphones on, so I don't know if she couldn't hear me coming behind her. I was like, oh, like, just move. Like, get off the fucking sidewalk. (laughs) You know, if I was, you know. You're lucky lucky I finished texting or I would have hit you. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. You're lucky I'm watching this TV show that's calming me <laughs> while I'm driving. Uh, it's probably time we get into the news. Let's do that. It's time for strange news. So do you remember these arcade, these old arcade games that were like super like in the early 80s? Uh-huh. Yeah. They were like they were like 60 bucks back then, which is a lot of money, you know? Especially yeah, if you're a kid. Games. How many games did those have on there? It was just one game, right? Yeah, it was just one game. Yeah, they couldn't do yeah, those, things like that back yeah. then. <laughs> like there the was minis. only one game on the board. Yeah, it was like the Coleco Minis. Yeah, do you remember those? Yeah, yeah I remember those. Those were, I, those were pretty awesome. I, I remember, remember like seeing them like in movies or TV shows. Remember that show, uh, Silver Spoons? Uh-huh. Like he had that. Remember his dad was had all those toys and stuff? And Oh, uh, yeah. Silver Spoons. <laughs> <laughs> remember that? That's, that's an old-ass show. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> with Rick Schroeder and Alfonso. Yeah, yeah Rick Schroeder, and he had that train. Had to go yeah, I remember that shit? <laughs> shit. I that don't was... even know anybody remembers that shit. I know. I know. <laughs> Damn, I know. That's old people talk right there. I know, man. I'm sure nobody uh, knows what we're talking about. Speaking of old people, have you, do you do you remember the payphones? Do you remember having to go to a payphone? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. You get a page. I remember getting a page. Oh, shit. Yeah. I got to make a call. You go find it. Yeah. They were like on every corner. I was reading this article. It was like, uh, did you know there's still about 100,000 payphones here in the United States? That work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that aren't like pissed on and uh, Are you sure? You know, tagged up. Yeah, there's still 100,000 100, of them. Damn. I've only seen one. It was like at this uh, gas station. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen anybody use it, so I don't even know why it's still there. <laughs> How much did, did you, uh, you should have seen how much it cost, man? Like if it was fifty cents now, or like how much does it cost to use it? I, I think it's still like fifty cents. But like, remember when you we'd like if you need to make a long distance phone call, you had to put like all these quarters. Yeah, <laughs> please deposit four quarters for the next two minutes or something like that. Yeah, I, I remember that. How many did you say? There's a hundred thousand still left in the United 100, States. Thousand. That that surprises me. Cause I I seriously thought there might be like one in each city now left, <laughs> like in a big metropolitan city. I honestly don't ever see those anymore. And when I do, whenever I do see them, I actually have to go look at them, and they're always like broken. You know, the handset's broken, or yeah, it's always like all tagged up. Or yeah, exactly. It's thrashed. Like you don't want to touch it. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Apparently, the FCC says that the providers reported a 286 million revenue in 2015. So there's still people are still using them. Wow. Like drug dealers, probably. Uh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure those phones are tapped too. So. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's interesting. Well, yeah, speak- I thought that was kind of. Do you do you remember like when you would like? I I remember we used to do this like like you didn't have any money, so you like make a collect call to someone to like your parents' house or something. You're like as soon as they pick up, you're like pick me up at so and so's, and then try to because they would ask. Cause, yeah, like, you remember they would ask. Yeah, you the by name, the like, minute they charge yeah. for like the minute or something. <laughs> yeah, so you're like Hampton School, pick me up at three o'clock. So like, you, and yeah, so when the other person would pick up, they were like, would you accept a call from? And then you'd have to say your name, and you'd have to like try to say the whole thing that you wanted to. Yeah, to tell, say like really quickly. I know. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was that was interesting. That's how we had to get around, man. Right? That was the old, yeah, the old days. There's a guy in the UK. Um, cops pulled him over. He, he this guy was sporting a uh, driver's license with the uh, Homer Simpson on it. <laughs> like the picture of the cartoon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he had Homer Simpson on it. It said, it said uh, <laughs> it says, uh, um, they they picked him up and it said uh, the address on it was 28 Springfield Way, USA. <laughs> <laughs> the name was H. Simpson. <laughs> and so, so the the Tim's Valley uh, Forest stopped a guy, and uh, they asked for his license. He handed that over, the picture of Homer Simpson. <laughs> and so, so, but uh, but they knew it was a fake because they knew it was truly a fake because Homer lives at 742 Evergreen Terrace. <laughs> not, not, not 28 so Street guy, from what you were saying. So did the guy even look like him? I wonder if he was like, yeah, No, like, no, okay. nothing, man. I don't <laughs> <laughs> he just pulled that out. The guy didn't have a license. He had that shit. That's pretty ballsy to pull that. Out. I he mean, did, man. Well, shit, you might as well because shit. If you don't have your license, you might as well just. Yeah, here you go. Here's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even real. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, it was. I thought the guy was fucking nuts, but whatever. I guess he didn't care, right? <laughs> It'd be funny if he gave it to him and then like he, he actually did look like Homer Simpson. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> So bald, the little stringy hair. I know. <laughs> yeah, that was. I thought that was interesting, but uh, hey, man, if he get if he got away with it, I would've been like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got? 
Well, it's getting summertime, right? We're going to start I'll start barbecuing. Yeah, yeah. I saw this news article where dozens is exposed to carbon monoxide at a basement barbecue in Long Island. So dozens of people were exposed to a carbon monoxide after they cooked with a charcoal barbecue in the basement of their Long Island home. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> You're not say... supposed to fucking barbecue <laughs> like that in your home. I know. Well, police say 25 people who attended the family party. <laughs> 25 people? 25 people were chilling in the basement? <laughs> yeah. Mastic suffered from uh, carbon monoxide poisoning, according to uh, the county police. Officers responded to reports of people un- unconscious at the Cumberland Street home around 9 p.m. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. That is... Oh, man. It... You know, you can man, die li- from that. Yeah, I know. You could... You it, can... It could... That's a they silent kill killer, you. man. Yeah. Like, you could die that's from a, that. That's basically like when people like try to kill themselves without any pain because yeah, they just fall exactly. asleep. Yeah. And they, yeah. It was it was like they was like in the movie they always like tape up the hose from their yeah and from they, the yeah. back or, of the car and exactly then, or they or they shut the garage when their the car is running. Yeah. You know it's been a couple of days cold here and I've been barbecuing all winter. There was a couple of days when it was like you know I, I'm not saying it's colder here than it is in New York. It was a couple. It was a couple times. It was like twenty degrees outside. It was pretty chilly, mm-hmm. and man, I was barbecuing. I was fucking freezing my nuts off out there. But I still <laughs> did it, man. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna chance to grill in the house. Man. I know. <laughs> you don't do that shit. If, if, if that's the problem, then you order like ten pizzas for the fucking everybody. <laughs> I need a barbecue. Some especially, bullshit in the house. especially like in the basement. No, man. There's no fucking <laughs> ventilation. That's, or even, that's even like worse. Yeah, because like at least like it's you can open some space. windows. Yeah, if you're like it, like. Oh, in the upper, you know, like the first level, second level, you can open some windows and maybe get a, you know. Yeah, maybe, but it's still, but you still, don't do you're that shit. Get, you're still going to get messed up, but like in the basement? No, man, that's fucking asking for death. <laughs> I was asking for, that's for the, you're asking the Grim Reaper to come eat with you. <laughs> Fuck that, man. So, so speaking of weird and uh, kind of odd, and I'm not sure if this is stupid or not, but a man tries to smuggle an entire ant colony from Africa to China to make medicinal wine. Wine from ants? Yeah, from ants. So a Chinese traveler dug up a colony of ants in Africa and filled it in his suitcase. The uh, Chinese customs officials inspected his luggage and found 9.9 pounds of of an ant colony in his suitcase. He says he he claimed that he was taking the ants to make medicinal wine to alleviate pain. Mm-hmm. So 9.9 pounds of ants in his fucking luggage. I can't I'm, even imagine because that's a lot of ants, man. Lot. Yeah. Um. The, the officer opened the luggage and was shocked to find a colony of live ants filled in the compartment. Um, 9.9 pounds from customs. He was going back to Chengdu. Mm-hmm. From, um, he was on the Ethiopian Airlines. And um, I guess they say that uh, tra- traditional Chinese herbology says that ant wine is commonly used to allevi- alleviate pain. But really? I don't know why African ants. Are they better than Chinese ants? Or is there no ants in China? I don't know. I I don't know, but I thought that was really weird, and I don't really know much about Chinese customs. Maybe that is something real. I guess I wouldn't doubt it. But damn, man, that's fucking crazy. Chinese, so I mean, they maybe, didn't. Maybe there's maybe there's something like the the African ants. That's what I'm saying. I like, don't know if there's yeah, something with those their... African ants that are like different. Maybe they're bigger. I thought they were bigger. I know I, it could be right. Um, but it, it wasn't clear right now if the man's facing any charges because I don't know if he's breaking any laws well i think it would because like you're you're bringing in like a yeah some other type of some of his natural habitat yes yeah, so, yeah he might be he might be um and i think that and he was quarantined and so was his stuff but still man i don't know i don't i don't drink wine 
I don't know anything about <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> we have drank wine, but I've never heard of ant wine. Yeah, I don't know, man. Again, there's some stuff, man, in China. I mean, they've been around like one of the oldest civilizations on the planet, so they might know some shit. Maybe that stuff really works. Yeah, maybe it does. I know I've eaten cricket. You've eaten cricket? Yeah. Was that it good? Bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Was it like chocolate dipped or just regular? It was a like a cricket powder. It was a powder? Like, yeah, so they made Did like a flower it? out of it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I snorted that shit. Yeah, no, and, no. I was, and I was bouncing around everywhere. Uh, <clears throat> so they take all these crickets, they grind them all down, and then they make a flower out of it. And they made like a like a protein bar out of it. Oh, really? They were, it was like a, it was on Shark Tank, and I saw it, and I was like, yeah, I wonder what that tastes like. So I ordered some. It was yeah. actually pretty good. Was it, it pretty good? It tastes... Yeah, it tastes like an energy bar. Well, yeah, I mean, don't they, like, insects have a lot of protein, don't they? Like they say in the future, having uh, insect farms would be a lot better for, for like, the environment because, you know, it's not like cows and stuff where they, where they take up a lot of water and, and resources to, to grow the protein. I think, you know, speaking of that, I think I remember, like, a year ago, um, I think I was reading that the, um, the baseball team, the Seattle Mariners, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they were toasting grasshoppers. And people were eating them like they they were selling out like everyone was oh, really? eating those yeah they I think last year a lot of people were really eating them it was like they tried it out and it was it was more popular than what they thought it would be really yeah I so, guess it, I guess if you season it good enough you know like you put a lot of salt I guess man for the little some price lemon of on four, there four dollars you grab yourself a big cup of grasshoppers tossed with chili, <laughs> chile lime salt a Mexican culinary tradition of staple. At any Mariners home game. See, that would actually be pretty good because I like the I like the chile. Oh, you do the chile lime. The chile, yeah, the chile lime stuff's pretty good. Because I know that, like, I was like at, at the when I go to the flea market, I always get like a the pistachio nuts. Oh, okay. Yeah, I always get the pistachio nuts, and they have like the chile lime on there. Oh man, those are freaking good. Huh? Never had those. If you get a chance, you should get some because they're delicious. Well, if you get a chance, you get these fucking grasshoppers, <laughs> chile lime, <laughs> chile lime grasshoppers. Yeah. So I would ever... give it a try. I'd you you try it? Yeah, I try. Yeah, you get. I mean, if I don't like it, just spit it out and just don't eat them again. Yeah, four dollars. I guess that's not that bad of a price. That's kind of expensive for like. <clears throat> crickets because you can go get them for free <laughs> well yeah but i mean you got to catch them and then you got to cook them and then you got to season them that's already done oh that's true right for four dollars this shit's handed to you homes that's true that's true <laughs> yeah so four dollars i mean at least it's not like ten dollars right then ten dollars you'd feel like you'd have to eat it you know? <laughs> <laughs> i know i spent ten dollars on this shit i'm gonna eat uh, i'm gonna fucking thing. eat this shit <laughs> but it'll make you sick i don't give a fuck uh, okay <laughs> I'm gonna eat this shit. Yeah, yeah. That's a uh, that's a lot of money. But I guess, like I said, I guess it sold out. Like they were selling out when they had them. I think they just did like a trial run and it did better than they thought. Oh, well, that's that's good. I bet you more people will try it just because of the idea that it's cricket. So people are like, oh, I'll give it a shot. I know. I, I kind of I, I always feel like mixed things. Like some people would just be so disgusted. Like, oh no, fuck no. And some people would be like, eh, like you just said, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Why not? Most people give it a try. I think. <clears throat> yeah, you should at least try. You know, most things once. Oh man, I. I I tried the. Have you ever tried that that uh, new energy drink that Pepsi's putting out? That that Bang. No, I haven't even have seen, seen that. Uh huh. Oh man, they're awful. They're awful. Yeah, I didn't like them at all. Well, like the taste, or did it make like you the, jump around? Well, I know a couple people that have tried them. Uh-huh. Friends of mine that have tried them, and they half of them like got sick after they, <laughs> they got sick, like, like physically sick after they drank it, and the other half were just they loved it. They was like they thought it was the best thing in the world. And how so about like, you? So I tried it and it was like, ugh, it was awful. Like, I, but then I paid like two bucks for it, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna get. So yeah, you're inclined. You had to drink at least half of it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I can't throw away this two bucks. Yeah, it was like cotton candy flavor. 
Oh, which I thought was kind of yeah. And then like on there it says like uh, no artificial flavoring. Well, like, well then what's the cotton candy? <laughs> that's what's <laughs> most. So how did you get put that on there? I know. What and the fuck? And, and they have cotton candy flavor on there. Oh, it's like, cotton really? candy's we, natural. I we just we just melted cotton candy <laughs> yeah, into the tree. I know. <laughs> but cotton candy's is healthy. <laughs> it's all natural, yeah, man. Natural shit. It's cotton. Can- wait, wait. So was there different flavors? Did you just buy the wrong flavor? Well, I bought that flavor, and then somebody gave it taste, so they had like a blueberry or something like that, and that was that tasted just as bad. Look, man, so I don't, I, I wouldn't I don't know, buy the cotton. That was your fault. You shouldn't have bought the cotton <laughs> cotton candy well, because everybody, the ones that liked it, they said that was the one that they liked. Oh, fuck you know, that. the ones that got sick, they had drank other other flavors. So I was like, fuck oh, I'll, I might as well. If I get to try something, I'll try something that everyone, the two that didn't get sick, I tried that one. Fuck, man, that's. Would you say it's called Pepsi Bang? Yeah, Pepsi Bang. They're like popping all over the place in town. Shit, I haven't seen that. I look at Pepsi Bang, I'm just getting all this other weird shit. There's lemon. Oh, yeah, here's cotton candy. Here's lemon drop. Mm, I don't know if I'd want either one of those. I would do lemon drop over cotton. I would Cotton candy would be my last one. <laughs> the last one you do. Yeah, the only one that might be before it would be. There, there, might, there might be worse in it would be like fucking. Um, fucking bubblegum flavored. Yeah, that sounds like it'd be really gross. Yeah. But, yeah, the two flavors that I tried, I didn't didn't like at all. Amazing taste, insane energy, powered by sugar, creatine, zero sugars, zero calories, zero carbs, zero artificial colors, potent brain and body fuel. See, that's what made you sick. You didn't have any of those, <laughs> and, and it provided you potent brain and body fuel. <laughs> I was too healthy. Is what happened? Is I was yeah. I drank it. <laughs> yeah, this shit, man. Oh man. I don't know, man. I, I don't think I would. I never heard of this. I wouldn't even try this. No, you gotta try everything once at least. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> so, some of these, some of these, I feel like I know will hurt my stomach. I know some of them yeah, probably wouldn't be that great, but like, like I know that this is gonna fuck me up, and it's like you know what? I'll just pass. <sighs> just give me another. Give me something healthy. Give me a beer. No. <laughs> <laughs> give me some Coors Light. Some Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> Coors Light, the best, the best beer, right? <laughs> All right. So what I, what I got, another, I got a story from uh, from China. Oh, so another China story. Oh, <laughs> shit. All the cool stuff happens in China. I know all the fun stuff. So I guess the the Tiangong One space station is going to crash to Earth within a couple weeks. So uh, China's first space station is expected to come down crashing to Earth within a week. Uh, but scientists have not been able to predict where it's going to land. The U.S.-funded Aerospace Corporation estimates the base station will re-enter the atmosphere during the first week of April, give or take a week. They think maybe March 24th to April 19th. <laughs> they don't know where. <laughs> they don't know, but they don't know kind of where. That's like the range. They don't. They that's the range they think it's going to come down. <laughs> China admit that they lost control in 2016 and wouldn't be able to contribute uh, a controlled entry. Do we know how? So is, this, the, is this a pretty big station? I, I'm assuming. It said if this was to happen, any survive, surviving debris from the fall within a region that is would fall within a region is about a few hundred kilometers in size. So they don't know when it's going to fall, and they don't know where it's going to fall. <laughs> so they just know it. So like, like, 40, like 43, 43 degrees uh, north and 40 degrees south, you're safe. <laughs> but anywhere in between that latitude you're you're pretty much you might have a chance of getting hit by a, a piece of the china space station. oh man that's <laughs> fucked up that's fucked up <laughs> so 
So we don't know where, we don't know how, but this thing's gonna fuck up the world. It's gonna fuck For up North America. Weeks, just watch where you go. Watch your step. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Look up. <laughs> Dang. You see the weird shadows on the ground? Yeah. Speaking of some more weird shit, odd stuff. Some 19-year-old. He took a taxi to and from a bank robbery. So this guy, this 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 young man took a uh, took a cab to and from a bank robbery and then paid the the driver with some of his stolen cash. So. <laughs> the driver. <laughs> so wait, wait. so he robbed the bank. He, he took the cab. He, he the, pack, the the cab picked him up maybe at the store wherever, uh-huh. and said, "Hey, take me here. Take me to the bank. Keep the meter uh-huh. running." He went in. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he went in. He he uh, uh <laughs> he, he he gave the the teller a note saying, you know, give me some, give me the money, you know. Mm-hmm. And he got the cash. He went back out to the car. The guy took him back where he wanted to go, and he <laughs> fucking paid him the cash right there. <laughs> this kid. You fucking, take hundred dollar bills. Yeah. <laughs> you take unmarked bills, boy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he just passed the teller a note demanding money, and he didn't. He didn't even show a weapon. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they're trained to do that. Like if someone comes up with a, you just a note, do it. They just, yeah, they just do it. Oh, okay, so. I don't know the I don't know the bank teller etiquette, but yeah, this guy just fucking gave him a note, got the cash, and went back and paid the taxi guy and was on his way. But uh, well, he got caught. He got yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he got caught. <laughs> so he, he had you know he's he's on preliminary charges of robbery and in possession of drug paraphernalia. So um, did the taxi driver? He is he the one that turned him in? No, it didn't say who who turned him in. I'm sure oh. he was just on camera. They have pictures of him on camera. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking this guy, man, the balls. <laughs> Here you go. Just keep the meter running, guy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a real nice <laughs> tip for you. He's all wearing a ski mask and stuff. I know. Don't worry about this. Don't worry about this. <laughs> I'm just cold. <laughs> <laughs> I wear this everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, you fucking guy just got out, man. He just. Just fucking walked in and out, man. <laughs> Keep the meter running. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, the guy. Yeah, I mean, the taxi driver guys. He's he's not gonna know what's going on, especially if he just walks in with no gun or anything. I know. I know. He probably like came. I bet you the guy came out like he went in there like no, like nothing. He was like, I'll, I'm gonna be out in like five minutes. I'm just gonna go go uh, get some, get a new more checks for yeah, my checkbook. Yeah, go get some money, and he did. He, he went and got money. <laughs> yeah, I gotta make it to. I gotta make a withdrawal. I know, right exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know he probably just walked in all leisurely and yeah. dropped the note down. He probably had it all calm and cool and walked yeah. right back out. Well, he was probably coked out, man. He looks real calm and cool. So <laughs> was he all coked out in the in the picture? The picture looks he looks all fucked up. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe he just looks like that all the time. Uh, he could be cool right? collective. <laughs> he just looks so calming. Maybe he just asked the teller before he could finish. You know, give her the the note of how much money he wanted. You know, he had a check filled out. She just fucking gave him cash. Like, oh, this guy's so calm and cool. I'm just gonna give him um, money. Yeah, he's. He fucking yeah, but he, he he got away with it for a little bit. I mean, he got out of the <laughs> bank. Apparently, he got he got home. Yeah, he got, he got somewhere. <laughs> with all that just imagine being that like the taxi driver just sitting out there, just I know. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy that be the guy's just like running out of the of the bank with like money flying out. I know, he's, and he's all part <laughs> he's of like, it. <laughs> he's just like hauling ass into the car. Like, I know. Just go, just go, just go. <laughs> The you cops question. Him. He just told me to go. I just went. <laughs> Dude, the guy gave me two hundred bucks. What I was supposed to do? I know. <laughs> I know, man. The guy was just man. He's lucky. I mean, I guess he's pretty lucky that the cops, you know, 
he was he wasn't part of any of that, right? Yeah. So I wonder if they t- well we paid him like with the with the bank money. So oh yeah. I wonder, he, I wonder if he lost his uh <laughs> his pay for that for that ride. I'm I'm assuming he did. I don't know who's gonna pay for that. <laughs> I think that's a fucking fair. He lost. <laughs> he, he fucked up somehow. I, okay, we're gonna we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back to you to listen to. Uh, you know, we have all those creepypastas that came out, you know, everyone talks about Slenderman or the Rake and stuff, but I feel like this one... It's kind of been around for a long time, and I don't know if this is really considered a creepypasta, um, but it's got a long history, and you can't like prove that it's real or not, that it's fake. Mm-hmm. But it's been it's something that's been talked about for a long time, <clears throat> especially like in the Mexican culture, and uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a, it's it's a woman that there she's known as the weeping woman, or in Spanish they say la llorona. Oh, I know her. <coughs> yeah, I hope you don't know her personally. <laughs> no, but I've heard her. I've heard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, because this, this woman sounds like she's not too too cool. So the basic story tells of a beautiful woman by the name of Maria who who drowns her children in a river for for revenge towards her husband who had left her for a younger woman. And after she does that, you know, she realizes that you know she fucked up, and she drowns herself in the river. When she realizes, you know, the kids are dead. She's like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So, basically, you know, then at, the story goes that at the gates of heaven, she's challenged over the whereabouts of her children. And she's not allowed to enter because she doesn't have the kids. The, she's told that she has to bring her children in order to get into the gates of heaven. So, she's forced to wander the earth for all eternity, searching for her children that she, that she killed. So she's constantly crying. She's weeping. That's why she has the name Yorona. Mm-hmm. So she's basically a spirit that's caught between the living and the spirit world. So if the kids are dead, would they be in heaven too? So wouldn't they know that they're already there? I don't know. It, it, it just might be a punishment. <laughs> I don't oh, know if they're okay. in they, uh, Who knows if they're in heaven? What if they were bad? <laughs> what, what, what if they're, they're in hell? Like, I know you're two years old, but you know what? You got to yeah, lose yeah, those you're consequences. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're being an asshole for for a long for those two years. Yeah, I know those two years you sucked. <laughs> <laughs> you were the shittiest kid ever. <laughs> you and your brother. Yeah. To hell with you. Yeah, no. <laughs> Settle to hell. You and so, your fucking mom. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. So, so, so basically, yeah. I mean, who knows? It, it, maybe they are yeah, already in there, and yeah, she's just she's just okay. cursed, right? Yeah. They, they tell her that. So she's like, oh, man, you're right. I better go. So that was, like, always a story that I remember hearing growing up. There was also another version mm-hmm. that I had not heard of before. And this has to do a little bit with a little bit of history. I'm not going to go too in-depth with it. Okay. But uh, um, it has yeah. to do with, like, with the Aztecs and, the, you know, the Spaniards when they came and, and they mm-hmm. conquered the Aztecs. Do you remember all that story that we learned about? Um, Cortez was, like, the the guy in charge of, of the Spaniards that, that led the, to the um, downfall of the Aztecs, right? Uh-huh. So he had a help from uh, a woman who was Aztec woman. Her name was uh, they called her La Melinche. That's the name they gave her. Like she's it's like a betrayer. So originally, like her little st- the story of her, she was born 
in uh, in the Aztec province, like to a to a I guess a pretty uh, pretty big Aztec family. In like 1515, she was given to a Mayan merchants for slavery, and she learned the tongue of the Mayans as well. So she knew like Aztec and Mayan. Mm-hmm. So she was able to like learn. She seemed like a smart woman. And then around 1521, um, she she after she had been helping Cortez, she she was a translator between the Mayans or the Aztecs and the uh, and the Spaniards. She was telling the Spaniards all like the secrets and everything and everything that that they needed to know to conquer the Aztecs. The Aztecs didn't know didn't Spanish at all, so she was the one that translated between them. She learned Spanish and she spoke their language, so she was basically mm-hmm. the translator and she, she was really- valuable. To uh, Cortez, kind of, like Poca- kind of like a Pocahontas. Uh, kind of I guess I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't see that movie. <laughs> I don't know that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but she's also she's known as the Aztecs. She's known as like a betrayer, right? Because oh, she okay. helped out the enemy. All right. So in 1522, or I'm sorry, 1521, she gives birth to the twin boys by Cortez, and Cortez continues all his quests and. Eventually, the king and queen of Spain, they feel like he's getting too too big, right? He's getting big-headed and too popular, and they're mm. asking him to come back because they're thinking, oh, man, this guy, he might create his own Spaniard empire over there, yeah. and, we, and we won't be able to control him. So they're like, hey, you need to come back. And he's like, nope, nope, I'm good here. <laughs> so so the king and queen devise a plan to send a beautiful woman down there to, you know, to bring him back, you know, to kind of seduce him and bring him back. Oh, <clears throat> so in, in the next year... The woman gets there and she, she seduces him and convinces him to come back to Spain with his two sons, not her, not La Malinche, the girl that helped him, the woman that, mm-hmm. all that shit. So, um, he, she says, "Bring your two kids and you know come back with me, baby." And so he's like, mm-hmm. "Fuck yeah, you know I got some new piece of ass. <laughs> I'm with you." So he uh, he tells the Malinche, "Hey, I'm out of here. You know you're you're last week's news." He's like, "You're staying behind. I'm taking the kids with me. I'm going back to Spain." So that's when she finally realized, like, fuck, I fucked up. You know, this guy that I helped, you know, fucking ruin my society, ruin my... Yeah, and she's like a pariah now to her people. Yeah. She's like... Stuck in the middle, yeah. But now she's like, oh, I fucked up. Now that he's leaving her, she's like, I fucked up, you know. I thought Mm -hmm. I was... I thought I was better than, what you know, more to him than than what he thinks I am. So she, like, prays to the gods for help, and... One of the gods, you know, appears to her and says, if you let him take your children, one of them will return and destroy your people. So before he leaves, the night before he leaves, she escapes with the kids. And the soldiers soon discover that she's gone. And they um, they, they end up chasing her down, hunting her down. And they surround her. And just as they're going to her, capture her, she pulls out a dagger that she has and she kills the babies. Stabs them in the heart. And she throws them in the water. Basically, like, you know, if you can't, if I can't have them, neither can you. Then, yeah. yeah. So, um, and then she cries out, oh, my children, you know, mm. in Spanish. She's like, oh, like, there they go. Eventually, she dies. But up until the time of her death, she's seen and heard, like, at the lakes, weeping and wailing, crying for her kids. And that's where she's given the, the, the name of the weeping woman, the La Llorona. Mm-hmm. Cortez, you know, he, 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 had, a, he had known... That she was played an integral part in him succeeding in defeating the Aztecs. Because if you remember, the Aztecs were pretty strong, and they had a pretty good stronghold. And without her help, you know, he would he he even like said like one of his like final notes was something like you know after God we owe the conquest of New Spain to Doña Marina. That was the name she they gave her, oh. which is which is known as La Malinche. Mm-hmm. So they gave her that name, Doña Marina, but. 
you know, they, they recognized that she helped. Like 1550, the first documented appearances of La Llorona after La Malinche's death occurs in Mexico City. She's often seen on the night of full moon, wandering the streets, wearing a white dress and a light veil covering her face. And her agonizing cries, I guess, terrorize anyone who sees or hears her. Her last stop is allegedly is always at the La Plaza Mayor, where she lets out her most desperate, horrific cry, after which she vanishes into the lake. Mm. So, like, since then, in, in, the, in the Americas, the Latin America... Um, She's kind of known, you know, it's a story that kind of keeps kids, you know, in check. Hey, you know, don't be staying out too late. You know, La, La Llorona will, if she sees you, if she catches you, you hear her, you know, she's going to get you, right? It was always a thing that we would hear. Um, yeah, I remember growing up, like, it, like we'd be in a room or whatever, just making a bunch of noise. and Yeah, and they'd come in, hey. My, yeah, my mom would come in, like, you don't be quiet, the Llorona's going to come and get you. Yeah, and you'd be like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, fuck that, <laughs> And then, like, she was, like, if you hear, like, if you hear crying, and then you know, she's gonna come, come, and then, like, because we had like a dog, so there'd be dogs outside. They'd yeah, like, they'd be whining. Yeah, 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 they'd whine or something. You're like, like, freaking oh my out. god, <laughs> oh fuck, she's <laughs> coming. Yeah, I never heard of that about La Malinche being the Yorona. I always heard that it was just a beautiful woman or a woman that was heartbroken that her husband had left her for another young woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it's the same story, right? I mean, it's just different errors. Or yeah, I've heard different versions of it, too. There's lots of versions. There's lots yeah. of versions of who she was or who they think she was. It feels like it's the first kind of creepypasta, you know, because you can't prove nor disprove this, right? It's, it seems like more like a story that was brought up and like we like we just talked about. Things like our, our parents would say to, to get us to shut up, you know, or to get us to not... <laughs> Or get us to not be outside at night, you know? Yeah, because, you know, back then, I mean, we'd, we'd go out there until it get dark. And then, you know, they'd want you to come in, so. Or, like, if you okay. or if you were out, like, you know, you you know, it kind of, like, for your future, you know, when they when they couldn't control you anymore. And then you'd, you'd go out <laughs> with your friends, you know, they'd be like, hey, you know, remember the Yorona, you know, that type of stuff. <laughs> and, you know, we didn't have cell phones back then, so you couldn't yeah. call or text anybody, right? You had to find no. one of those fancy pay phones. One well, of those pay phones. <laughs> <laughs> have your quarter and your, your nickels ready. Yep, yep, you had to make sure. So, um. You know, I remember, I remember having a friend, like, he, he had told me, like, I remember being in school and he would tell me that, like, his mom had, um, she, he, he had said that his mom, again, you can't prove <clears throat> any of this, right? But mm-hmm. his mom has, had told him that when she was a young girl, they used to live, you know, they were poor and they lived out by, you know, they had to camp out their family, right? They didn't have a house. And she said, like, one night, like, they would always stay close to their parents at night cause she was a young girl and they would hear the weeping at night. And it would scare them, and even the parents would get scared, because um, they would stay out. They were close to water, you know, because they had to be close to water to wash their clothes. Right? They were poor. It was always something that that people would hear. Like I said, it could have just been a wolf or a dog, but like you, you know, but you don't know what it was, and you were always scared. So, I got a couple of stories from some other friends. One of them was a friend. One of them I got online, mm-hmm. but an- another friend of mine that I used to work with, no longer do. Um, it was a guy named Connor, and he was he was from uh, from from uh, Colorado. Mm-hmm. So Connor told me one time, because I, I told him about we were talking about these type of things, and he was like, "Hey, have you ever heard of this?" I'm like, "Hey, man, you're a white guy. How do you know this stuff?" So, <laughs> so he was like, "Man," he goes, "I got to tell you the story." So he says he was one time he went out he went out hiking with his uh, like the trail some part of the Rocky Mountains. He went out for the day with his uh, two sons. And it was they were gonna go like on a six mile path, a uh, six mile trail, and uh, 
His boys were like nine and twelve, so they weren't super small, but they weren't you know that big. Mm-hmm. So they left yeah. in the morning to you know to go make the trek. So uh, you know they, you know they're kind of taking their time, and you know the kids are kind of lollygagging and you know bathroom breaks, you know resting breaks, right? Because when you have young kids, you gotta take a little more breaks than you would want. Mm-hmm. But um, you know they come across streams and little small streams and stuff, but they just stayed on the trail. And eventually, they made it uh, to the um, six-mile, made it to the top. And he had never been up that path. He had just heard about it from a friend. So when he got to the top, he was amazed that there was a big, beautiful lake. He was like, oh, shit, this is kind of cool. And so they didn't have any fishing poles or anything, but they just kind of hung out there. You know, the kids got to dip their feet in the water, and, you know, they had their, you know, lunch there, you know, their snacks and all that stuff. And he just kind of hung out, you know, laid down. And, you know, it was a long six miles, right? Going mm-hmm. uphill, he he, he kind of lost track of time, so then he finally realizes, oh shit, it's after three, and he looks up and the sun's already past, you know, the midway mark. So he's like, oh shit, he didn't want to get cut out in the dark, especially with his kids. So he know, and he knows, he's like, man, I knew if I was by myself, I could have ran that whole way back, you know, I could have been back, you know, in a couple hours. But you know, he's got the kids, he's he's trying to keep them going. So, um, they got the, they got the kids together, they start, you know, making their way back. And after about three miles, the sun started to go, started going down, and he started to hear like a, like he said he could hear like a little faint, like like a light, light wailing noise. But his kids were kind of talking all this stuff, and they didn't hear it, so he thought, ah, maybe it's just you know some animal or something, right? Mm-hmm. So the kids were getting tired, and he was trying to get them to go faster, right? Because the sun, they were losing the sunlight. So by by the time they were four miles in, they could hear. He says he could hear like some like faint crying. Um, and like a little bit of moaning and it was getting louder and eventually the kids started hearing it like daddy what is that he's like "Uh, I don't know you know it must be like a coyote or something and he said like he knew that it didn't sound like a coyote he's like damn that shit like what the fuck is that so the kids kept started asking like who's crying and and they kept wanting like take breaks and all this stuff he's like no we got to keep going so he kept he kept ushering them and the sun, you know, it was, it was starting to starting to go down, and he was starting to get afraid because he kept hearing this like crying and whining like behind him. Mm-hmm. And he said that you know he it reminded him because he grew up in like Santa Fe, and he had Mexican friends who used to tell him about the weeping woman, like like he knew about it, mm-hmm. and he always thought like that was bullshit, right? You know, like this, this ain't shit ain't real. Yeah. You know, they're just it's trying to scare right. me, right? You know, whatever. Yeah. But about five miles in, and it was starting to get dusk, he was starting to get really freaked out because the harder they pushed, he felt like the moans were getting louder and louder, closer to him. And he just kept his kids in front of him, and he, and as he was, they were going, he was, he was always constantly hearing, like, twigs and, and sticks breaking behind him. And the few times he looked back, he thought he could see, like, something, like, you know, like, in the tree lines behind him, like, something white moving and, like, coming after them. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what the fuck? But he didn't want to stop. You know, every time he saw that, he was like, fuck this. Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And especially with the kids, right? <laughs> so eventually they made it to the car. And he got to the car and just bailed. He's like, I'm out. And, um, he, he, you know, he had, he had always thought of the weeping woman the whole time. You know, the Yorana. So, <laughs> but he thought, like, man, I always heard that she was supposed to be around water. Like, that couldn't have been her. Like, was there somebody out there that maybe was hurt, that was maybe crying? Like, maybe I left somebody that wanted help. <laughs> so just ask, yeah. like, begging for help. Yeah, I know. <laughs> some lady got I've away here some for three days. I know, and <laughs> he's all water. running from her. <laughs> but um, but he said he got home, and he, got, and he like, 
he he looked on the map. You know, he got, he pulled out the map and he looked um, mm. like at the path that he was going on, and he he didn't realize it. He didn't know as they were doing the path because the kids were always talking there. You know, whatever everything was going on, um, but there was a stream that was parallel to the path, so they were basically walking by a stream the whole way. So he thought, shit, if that was her, she had a way to, you know, follow us. You know, she had that water because she's supposed to be around water. Hmm. So he found he he said that it just scared him. He said that um, he found like old newspaper articles, like in the last seventy five years, there's been like sixteen kids that had gone missing around that area. Oh wow! Yeah, he says that like he's like fuck that. After that, he's like I, I never went back. He's like, I'm not I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go back either. That's yeah, he was insane. He was, yeah, he was just like, nope, nope, not again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he he said in hindsight he was. Like fuck, I shouldn't have went there. <laughs> but like, you're not gonna know. It's like that's what I'm saying, yeah. right? Well, yeah, he try, didn't know. Gotta try everything once. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I have this other story from this um this person uh, hackle two one eight seven nine k wrote into us, mm. and she and uh, she says my mom and I were camping once in Utah. We had to go to the campground and were surprised no one else was there. We unpacked our stuff and decided to look around the campground. We found a path into the woods and followed it for about a quarter mile until we came to a river. The river's rapids were really fast, and it seems like if you fell in, you would be swept away for good. My mom kept away from the river and told me to be careful. We hung around and we hung around the rocks on the banks and played with sticks and you know, threw rocks in the river. You know, I played in the dirt, etc. Eventually, Mom said it was time to go since it was starting to get dark. So we made our way back to the campground, and Mom cooked hot dogs over a nice big fire that she had made. Eventually, it was time for bed, and we got into the tent. I woke up later, and I could hear a moaning sound. I was confused. I thought it was my mom moaning. I don't know why she would have thought that. <laughs> Usually, they don't have sex on Tuesdays. I know. <laughs> well, we just heard her mom. There was, there was no dad, so... <laughs> she brought a rub grub. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and all of a sudden, there's pizza here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Said, as soon as I sat up and was about to say something, my mom pushed me back down and covered my mouth. Her <laughs> eyes were wide as, said quarters. I don't know, like big. Must oh, be yeah. Big. She had her hand over her mouth as if to say, shh. And I saw the horror on her face. My heart sank. I didn't know what was going on. Why was she so afraid? Who was crying? The crying seemed to get louder, and between and between wails, I could hear the leaves moving. It sounded like a like a biped moving across the campground, coming toward us. We were not religious one bit, but my mom started to say words, which I later learned to be a prayer. The moaning got the moaning got so loud that I could tell somebody was outside the tent, hovering over us. I was so scared, mainly because of the horror in my mother's face. The worst thing happened next. The tent zipper started to unzip, and my mom started crying out loud, and I did too. The outside moans got louder and more horrible. Soon my mom let out a blood-curling scream as she started to get pulled out of the tent. She kicked and kicked at the hand and starts and started saying her prayers out loud. For some reason, it let, my, let go of my mom. She huddled back into the tent and held me tight. The cries continued, but eventually faded. We stayed awake all night, and when first of light appeared we slop sloppily threw everything into the car and left mom had an aneurysm a year later and died 
I think the weeping woman took her instead of me as she protected me that night. I've also, like, you know, I read stuff like she's almost like the Bloody Mary. Remember Mm -hmm. the Bloody Mary that you did? Yeah, like they come out through the mirror. Yeah, and they'll attack you. And it almost seems like this. Like I said, it seems like the mom must have been praying for the Yorona to take her instead of the the Oh, I see. That's what she thinks. She sacrificed her life. She took it for the team. Yeah, she did, yep. But, um... I, I thought it was interesting, and like I said, these these stories used to always, you know, it used to scare scare me hearing these. Yeah, I used to get scared listening to them too when I was a little yeah, kid. Never, do you ever remember any more of those stories like that? Where you ever think you heard anything when you were out at night besides the oh, dogs man, all the time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or you remember when we go like uh, we go out in the middle of the night and run through the orchards and stuff? Yeah. Sometimes, man, I think about some of that shit we did. It's like, why were we? Why the hell did we do that? Because <laughs> we were just young and stupid. <laughs> I know, right? We didn't. We were immortal. But like, like everyone, you know, what was weird is like I remember thinking, like, like we'd we'd go out in the orchards and we'd be way out there. And then that night, I remember thinking when I was laying in bed, like, why did we go out there? Like, we could have got someone could have jumped us. Something could have got us. <laughs> you know, like, why the fuck are we doing that? Oh, can't wait to go back next week and do yeah. it. You know, it's like, yeah, we'd go do it again. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right. No problem. It was more. It was more fun. But I think the idea of being scared is like people like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people watch scary movies and stuff uh, until it something happens. <laughs> that's that's when it's not cool. And then yeah, it gets like it's gone too far. Yeah. Like no, no. I just want to act like I'm scared. I want to be tough. <laughs> you know. And and it used to scare me because we we uh, we had like a canal. Remember the canal by my parents' house? Yeah. So I used to always think, like, man, is she always around there? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I always thought she float, like, would hang out there, sitting in the canal, <laughs> smoking a cigarette, <laughs> waiting for kids to come by. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I have one more quick story, if you don't mind. All right, let's do that, and then we'll. Uh, we'll okay, this is this we'll is not up. very long. Okay. Um, so this one was called. Uh, um, this one I got uh, online as well, from Edith L nine two K. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> um, once my grandma asked me and my cousins to go help him feed his animals. He told us that we had to stay away from him, like not to get too close because he was, because we were scared of the animals. It started getting dark and we were by the river. We saw La Llorona. She was dressed in white and she was looking at us. She started crying and, and beckoning us to come to her. Grandpa was preoccupied with the animals and she started to wail louder. Soon Grandpa heard it and came running toward us. He saw her too and told us to run. We got scared and we ran all the way home. Grandpa came home soon and he said as and he said that as we ran, she started to chase us. A couple years later we asked him more about it and he and he gave us some more information. He said as it started to chase us, he could see she had no feet. He got scared but he knew he had to protect us. Mm-hmm. He yelled to her, Yorona you must stay by the water. I see your kids. And she stopped and turned to him with a face of anger and dismay and ran back to the water and disappeared. Oh, damn. He said after that, he, he never asked us to go help him again. That's one way to get out of work. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> nope, can't go. That was, that's old workman's comp, right? <laughs> I like how we like Jerry Springer uh, ashamed her. Well, you need to take yeah. care of your kids. Yeah. <laughs> no. So yeah, I thought I thought uh, like I thought she was a uh, like, Yorona was always pretty scary. I never liked her. Yeah, when you're a little kid, I mean, she's that's who she's going for. So yeah, uh, exactly right. And then you got like when you're small and you're walking, it's all dark and all this stuff goes through your head. Yeah, 
going up the stairs at night when it's dark. Yeah. Just, oh. <laughs> just dark anything at night when you're a little kid. It's like freaky. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's never like a good thing. You're always like, oh, man, this is the pits. <laughs> so that's all I got. All right, well, so, uh, we're getting to the end, so time to say goodbye. So uh, have a good morning, evening, or night, and we'll see you next week. Until then, stay strange. Strange, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening, and please give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.thestrangepodcast.com. We look forward to hearing from you.